Thanks for downloading our latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we are talking about the new baby in our life, as well as the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath, plus insomnia. We are trying to crack the code on how to make Paula sleep through the night, just like the baby. All of this, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Fucking lunatic. That's not how it works. Paula? What is she, a poor bitch's J-Lo? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 441. Wait, 441 or 442? God damn it. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You know what? I hate it when I think I've got all it's of my shit together. It's 441. It is. 441. All right. 441 it is. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, everybody. I'm Jamie, and this is Paula, my sister. I was listening to a podcast today. It's called Dying for Sex. <laughs> I don't know if you would like it or not, but it's kind of like the perfect podcast for us because... It's these two women, they're in their 40s, they're best friends, they've been best friends since high school, and they've been through everything together. And the one friend was diagnosed with terminal breast cancer. Oh my God. She decided that instead of preparing for her death, she was going to decide, because they gave her about three or four years to live from the diagnosis, she left her unhappy marriage. And decided that she was going to explore herself sexually because that's what she wanted to do. And that's because for her, touch makes her feel alive. And okay. when, especially when you've been really sick, like she was sick when she was married and he just stopped having sex with her. And she's like, well, I want to feel really sexual. I need to feel like a woman. And he's like, you know what? I'm not really not into it. So she started having online sexual affairs Mm -hmm. so she would send nudes they would they would sext they would you know have you know online phone sex all that stuff that's really difficult to do if you're ill too she yeah because i mean if i have the like think about it like what if you have the flu and then somebody asks for a nude i'd be like are you kidding me (laughs) i don't know okay paula believe it or not there are sites for people who are terminal or have a serious illness on how to take a nude oh my God. so that you don't so people can't see your wires or your scars and stuff like there's there is something for everything out there guys <laughs> they have thought of everything they have thought there is <laughs> you think you've thought of a great idea google it look at Pornhub. trust me it's been thought of. So, okay. okay. Just very quickly. <laughs> Olivia and I were going through old pictures on my laptop the other day. I don't oh, know no. if you remember, like, when I was, like, 23 or 24, remember I got those, like, I guess they're called boudoir pictures done. Yes, I remember. I wasn't naked. I remember. I got them done because I was literally, like, 105 pounds I had this teensy, tiny, sexy body. I had like this long, long, like bleached blonde hair and I was tan. And I said, Mm -hmm. I want to do this because I know one day I'm not going to look like this. Even though at the time I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm sure I will, but I will always look like this. (laughs) That's what, that's what I thought. I'm like, I'm sure I'll always look like this, but just in case I'm always going to be totally hot, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'll have the pussy the size of a Dixie straw, but yes, right. (laughs) Just call me almond pussy. So we came across those and Olivia's like, oh my God, mom, 
and she like freaked <gasps> out and oh, no. i'm like olivia i'm like there's nothing she's like she's like turn him off turn him off i'm like why i'm like olivia i'm like these are beautiful i said look how look how beautiful i was this is art <laughs> and i said look how like i look how thin i was and how tan i was and my skin was so soft and look how pretty my hair was i'm like i took these because i knew one day i would look like this and <laughs> And I wanted to remember how I once looked. <laughs> I wanted to remember the good old days. <laughs> I said, one day you will look this good and I will encourage oh, yeah. you to get photos as well. Because I am a sexually inappropriate parent. <laughs> because one day you will look like me. You will and have she looked flub. at me like, you will have the flabby ass. You will have the flubby stomach. You will be wearing the oversized t-shirts with your hair in a ponytail. No makeup. You will learn the messy bun. <laughs> you will learn the messy bun. It's true. But I mean, side note, no child wants to see their parents as attractive. They just say they can't do it. It's like seeing a teacher at the grocery store. You're like, this is unusual and not right. You guys live at the school and you eat in the cafeteria. You don't have lives actually it's so funny you say that because um that show the wonder years it was yes. um kevin and his best friend paul mm. they were in high school and they had heard like one of the senior girls was pregnant and they're like what she's pregnant they're like that's impossible only <laughs> teachers and mothers get pregnant <laughs> that's so funny yeah it's we're so we were so naive i always i always hearken back daryl and i okay we'll get into uh the new baby in our family but daryl and i were on a long ass road trip this last weekend yeah so we talk about everything right and and daryl and i are so simpatico and when a relationship is good you just really embrace those times because when there's shit times at least you can remember once when you guys were getting along you know so you, yeah. you can put those in your pocket you know but anyway so we're we're just talking about all kinds of shit and um i said you know what's so weird i don't know where this came from but well we were listening to 80s music and Aww, I said, I love that. I know. And it was pop and hair, a tons of hair band. I was I in know. heaven. Can you take me high enough? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, there was that. Um, whoa, whoa. Paula, it was all the classics <laughs> Skid Row, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses, Cinderella. I mean, they were all there for me. And it was amazing. And then there was some damn Yankees. Oh, my God. I know. Poison. I mean, it was all there. And then there was some pop. And so I probably would have been out the window with my shirt. Come to me, boys. Come to me, boys. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. It's very underrated. Oh, my God. There's some, good, there's some good actors in that, too. You know, I'm such an 80s dork, which is funny because I wasn't <laughs> even that old in the 80s. I was really young. But well, so was I, actually. But the thing is, I had I had you guys. You guys were older. And so a, we were I basically older, listened yes. and watched whatever you did. I didn't have a I didn't have a say. That's true. Anyway, so we're in the car and we're talking. And I said, uh, so then the pow power station came on. And if you remember Power Station, it was John Taylor from Duran Duran. Robert Palmer was the lead singer. It was this little combo band of all these bands got together and created Power Station. No, I don't remember that. You would know it if you saw it. It was one of my most favorite bands when I was like 
12. They were okay. so good. Anyway, Robert Palmer, who also does... Simply Irresistible. Yes. Yes. Well, he they did Bang a Gong. Remember? Get it on. Bang a Gong. Get oh, it on. really? Was that Power Station or was that Robert Palmer? No, that was Power Station. Oh. Sung, and Robert Palmer was the singer. Anyway, so that song came on. I go, oh my God. I go, I had this, I had this on cassette. And I played this thing till I broke the cassette. I loved Power Station. And so we were talking about it. And I said, interesting fact about me. When Robert Palmer died, he was the first music celebrity that I remember dying where it profoundly affected me. The whole world stopped for just like a moment. And I'm like, wait a minute. I love Robert Palmer. What? How is this possible? Did he did he overdose? Was he old? And I just didn't realize. Yeah, it said he died of a heart attack. God, he was only 54. I know. I remember he I remember specifically hearing that he was 54 when he died of a heart attack. And I was like, he's magical. (laughs) I just forgot how much I loved him. I feel almost guilty, which I shouldn't, but I feel guilty that there's certain artists that I didn't appreciate sooner. Right. Oh, that happens all the time. Okay. So our dad's a nut, but he absolutely had an affinity for music and he had a variety of tastes when it came to music. So I do appreciate that part of it. That would have almost been worth keeping the relationship just for the albums. For the at, records. <laughs> for the records at, you know, his I know, death. When he, when he dies. <laughs> God, do you know how many times I've thought that to myself? I'm like, God damn it. Just for the pictures and the albums. I just... When he dies, I will fly to Dogpatch and get that shit. It's the most valuable. I've I've thought about it. I've literally thought about it. I'm like, if they call and say it's happened, I will go like a thief in the night. And I will just steal that shit, put it in my suitcase, and I will come back. Dude. No one will will, know. No, I'll come with you. Well, you know, I've told you. I'll do anything with you. So (laughs) I'll do it. We're thick as thieves. We're thick as thieves. We take shit to the vault. I read something the other day, and they said it was some form, and it said, what one secret have you never told anyone? I'm like, what secrets? I, no I was just going to say, like, if it's a secret, why would I tell? <laughs> it's anonymous. You can say anything here. No, you no. I have no secrets. I would. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I thought about starting a website called The Secret. And there is people... one called The Secret. Oh, shit. That it already exists. I but told this was, you. This was years and years ago where yeah. people could literally just email yeah. their deepest, mm-hmm. darkest secrets. Yeah, because sometimes they, it just feels good to get something off your chest. Okay, I, I will find the website for you, but this has been going on for many years. There was a, there's a man who used to receive letters in the mail, and then he would post them on like a Tumblr site. Mm-hmm. Now you can anonymously email your secrets to him, and they post it on the website. I don't know. Maybe you're a serial killer. You never got caught. And then you want to send a final letter to the police saying it was me. I did it. Here's where all the bodies are. Give the family family peace. Sure. The first serial killer to have a conscience. I don't think so. That's not how that works. (laughs) Fucking lunatic. That's not how it works. Anyway, speaking. You don't know. You don't know their lives. uh, Thank God. You know, they say that you walk by one sociopath a day. Well, okay, so there's a difference between a sociopath and a psychopath. I know. So you know. I'm aware. Can you imagine if you knew the kind of people that you interacted with or were shopping next to and you found out that they were like somebody's, you know, they had like a, they kidnapped someone and there was someone in their trunk or. Well, here's the thing, though, is is. Research shows, though, that just because someone is a psychopath doesn't mean that they act on their urges. 
Well, I wouldn't even say their urges. I mean, sometimes they don't even, I think there's varying degrees of psychopath. And so some of them, you know, may just have no feelings and, and not really care about consequences, but it doesn't mean that they do anything. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying and I appreciate you're defending the psychopath, but what I'm talking about, I'm not defending this. what I'm talking about is just the idea that you might walk by someone who's killed people for fun or you know what i'm saying it's like it's or for curiosity it's real (laughs) that really can happen and you know people give off energy i am sure that i have come across someone who's done some dastardly deeds in my life i'm positive we have (laughs) there are there is energy that surrounds them I'm positive we know a, a sociopath. I, I mean, besides our sister Stephanie, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm talking kidding. about I her. Just, and in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a little bit of sociopath in us Paula, ourselves. I am. I would never. I have too big of a conscience. I love. I love humans and life too much. There's no way in a million years that I'm a psychopath or a sociopath. Okay, psychopaths, just so you know, they are predisposed at birth. Yeah. So they're basically born yeah, they're, that way. They are, Sociopaths yeah. are made. And sociopaths can have a conscience, but psychopaths just have no chance in hell. You know, I've seen those horrific reality shows where the children are just like devil incarnate and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's devastating. Yeah. I know. So moving on to something a little more fluffy and uh, stuff. Daryl and I have been talking about getting a new mm-hmm. dog for a few years. So we have been following this one um, specific breeder who lives in Visalia, which is about four hours outside of Sacramento in the Central Valley. And she, interesting, she does breed huskies, but most of them end up being like working dogs, mm. like they're on farms or they go up into the rural area where there's like a lot of outdoor activity, like not homesteads, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're working. One of her dogs that the litter we were looking at, the one we really wanted was gone immediately. And then there was this little pretty little girl and she was take all of them were taken. And then suddenly... About a week later, there was a notification that this little girl's family fell through and she was all by herself and, you know, she was available. So I called and she said, yeah, um, she's available. And we got like a ridiculous deal on her because she needed to go home somewhere because she was starting to become depressed because she was all by herself. Well, plus they get older, too, and they need to start yes. training. And yes, stuff they like do. That. And so I said, well, we're interested. And I, she said, well, when do you want to come down? I said, well, when when can we? And she's like, well, you can come down tonight or tomorrow. And I said, we're going to come down tonight. So we decided to just decided to go for it. And so we and Daryl was like, um, OK. And so we get in the car. We, we you know, we get the cash. We get in the car and um, we're driving down. And that's when we had all these talks about Robert Palmer and all this other stuff. We did stop at a really cute, I mean, cute town called Fowler. And it was probably 30 minutes outside of Visalia. Hmm. We took the turn because we needed to eat. And we were a little early because we didn't have to be there till 7. And so we were kind of too, a little too ahead of schedule. I said, well, let's just stop and get some dinner. And so we pull off the freeway into Fowler. And the first block is Starbucks, Carl's Jr., Taco Bell, and Denny's, and a gas station. The standards. Yes. And I said, (laughs) you know, let's go a little farther down and let's see what's in this town. So we go another block, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Paula, it looks like Mayberry. It was like Leave it to Beaverland. 
it was like the cute little drugstore, the little, the one Chinese food restaurant, the one market where everybody would get their milk. I mean, it was so quaint, like tree lined. It was so cute. So then we look and I said, and I pointed, I go there, go there. All I saw was red and yellow. And I said, that's Mexican food. And so oh, okay. <laughs> we went over there, not McDonald's. We went over there. I was just going to say, I'm not sound like a McDonald's to me. No, I know. I know. You are about your Big Macs. <laughs> quarter pounder <laughs> with cheese. Thank you very much. Oh, quarter pounder with cheese. So anyway, so we pull in. It's called Mi Favorito. And we pull in. Oh. And we sit right down. Friendliest people I've ever met in my life. Authentic beyond. Homemade mm-hmm. tortillas that come. Homemade chips and salsa. It was crazy busy. But we got right in, sat down. And so we ordered our food. And all Mexican families are in there. Cool. And so we get up to leave and the entire lobby is packed full of people. Whoa. We had no idea we found like the find. It was like the place. In this Mexican restaurant, it was all Hispanic, which I thought was amazing, which means, you know, mm-hmm. Hispanics don't go out to dinner for Hispanic food. I mean, they usually don't. They make their they make it at home. They don't go out. You guys looked awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I had my chola hoops on. They knew I was Mexican. Okay. They let me. You're like, I'm with my people. And they're like, what the fuck is she talking no, about? You know what? Here's the thing, though. <laughs> what is she? A poor bitch's J-Lo? No, shut up. <laughs> yes, actually. You see this? Mexicans always know when you're Mexican, by the way. They just do. It's true. It's true. So anyway, what was really sweet is the waiter came out to this family. There was a, a, a mom and her little son, mom and dad. And their two horrible brothers who were playing on their phone. And the waiter came out and he kissed everybody, shook the dad's hand because he knows them. It was just a really cool environment. And when we left, you know, I, of course, got the cute Mexican guys looking at me when we walked out. I was like, oh, awesome. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. You know, still got it. Still got it when it comes to my people. Hey, I always can tell when Mexicans can tell I'm a little Mexican Mm -hmm. is when the way the way I discipline my kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not loud or anything like that. I'll look at that and I kind of have like the gritted teeth and a raised oh, yeah. eyebrow. And I'm just like, want to fuck with me? Huh? You know, or I'll, I'll like public? just like ever quietly just grab an arm and then they'll kind of like look at me and stare. And I'm just like, stop it. Yeah. You know, well, it's and true. so it's just like if you just can instill the fear of God in your children yeah. without doing much, they're just like, oh, yeah, she's Mexican. Yeah, it's true. And they do. And you're right. And well, it's a respect thing, you know? Well, it's, it's the way you're raised. You know, you don't you right. don't disrespect your family, especially your mother, you know? You just don't do that. So anyway, it was a really fun experience. So then we got back on the road. So we get to the place. It's in the middle of nowhere. It is it is farmland. She owns 15 acres. They are farmers. Fun. It was so dark, though. (laughs) And we we pulled in. Now, this is farmland, Paula. So on one side was someone was smoking something in their front yard. A lot of dead uh, cars and things. All right. And so I said, I think this is it. He goes, text her, text her immediately, because I don't want to pull into the wrong place around here. And I'm like, I get it. So I text her and I said, I think we're here. And so she comes out with with our dog and it is this giant fluff ball in her arms (laughs) comes out. And I was like, oh, my God. And so she goes, would you like to hold her? I'm like, I would. Give it. Your fingers are like like, flapping towards you. You're like, like, give it to me. Practically salivating. So I'm holding this sweet baby girl, this little fluffy Siberian husky. 
and Daryl's doing all the paperwork because she is AKC certified. So oh, he's good. signing everything. She's fully vetted and cleared and all that stuff. So we have all is the paperwork. She, is she going to be a show dog? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I, I mean, that's a Are lot Are you going to be work. like Charlotte running around in a circle? Oh, my God. Well, you know what, Paula? <laughs> Listen. With your giant boobs bouncing everywhere. I would win so many ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all my ribbons. I would they I would show up at Westminster and be like, well, here's the popular Natasha from Visalia, <laughs> California, with her owner slash handler, Jamie Miner, who is very successful in the ring. <laughs> Look at the two big trophies she's got. Double whammies. Yeah, it would be crazy. So anyway, so we get the pup. And she's she, and she told us this before we got there. She said, "Look, because she was left behind, all of her littermates went home, and she was left with her mom. And then the family said they couldn't. There was some kind of tragedy, so they forewent their d- deposit and had to let the dog go, which is why we got her for such a screaming deal." I said, "Okay." And she goes, "Here's the thing. She used to be super duper rambunctious, and now she's very timid and shy. She's not she's not biting or growling, but she's very withdrawn and she's depressed." And I said, "Okay." She goes, "I took her from her mom." So she's extra depressed. (laughs) And I said, okay. She goes, it's going to take some time. And I said, all right. She goes, are you sure you want to do that? Because that's a lot of work. And I said, yeah, I'm willing. I mean, I, yes, I'm willing to work with the dog. And she's like, she's coming home to a huge family and other dogs. I mean, it'll take no time. So we've had her for, um, today will be our second full day that we've had her. We got home at midnight on Sunday, Monday morning. And she was a total wreck the whole time. She never cried, but she did not want to have anything to do with us. When She would sit up in her little kennel and look at us. And then I'd say, hey, sweetheart, what are you doing? And she would literally turn around and try to get in the corner as far as she could. Like, she was just Aww. not interested in humans at all. So first night, she slept through the whole night. And everything was fine the next day. She was literally, like, withdrawing as much as she could. And then suddenly, we went to the vet. And she perked up and they were giving her peanut butter and treats and she was like bouncing around and she was like a little happy little self. And so the vet said, she's going to be just fine. It's just going to take her a little longer than a normal puppy. You know, like she, she's been through some, some emotional trauma and she just doesn't trust anybody, but she will. She's like, she's got it in her. You can see she was like a little love bug. And you've seen the video on Instagram of her playing and stuff. Yes, that was so cute. She's getting there. And you, you can see her on Friday. I do. That's right. Oh, Olivia's going to be so jealous. Oh, yeah. When I showed Olivia the picture, she literally almost started crying. Well, when we came home on Sunday, Malia was like, I'm going to bed. We're like, all right. So we come in and we're like, is Malia sleeping? So I Snapchatted her from downstairs and I said, are you sleeping? She goes, I'm snuggling in my bed, mom. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess you don't want to see the puppy. And she came screaming out of her room. <laughs> and she's like, I, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> she Aww. was like... This dog is so loved, so loved. So on the way home, first of all, regardless of how she was traumatized emotionally, she is girly, super girly. And I said, we need to name her something girly. Like, she's a really girly girl. And so I was like, what about like Josette or something? He goes, no, that's a, that's a mouthful. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I love the name Natasha. And okay. S- and so we, he liked it too. And I said, but I hate Tasha. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. Tasha because that's what we would likely call her. I said, but, you know, I love Sasha because I've always had a thing for it because I used to have a dog named Sasha. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because yes. when I said, everybody, this is Sasha. And I'm like, why would you be her Sasha? I'm like, you had a white dog named Sasha. That my father <laughs> gave away. 
by the way. Is that what happened to her? Yes. God damn our parents. Why did they give our fucking dogs away? I don't know. In fact, I went through the whole emotional thing. I had to work it through um, when we were on our way home because I always get a little anxious about getting a new pet because I'm always afraid that something's going to happen. Like it's I'm literally scarred by the fact that our parents gave away all of our animals all the fucking time. I don't know why they do that. I had a breakthrough one time when Victor and I, we hadn't been together that long. Mm. And I was talking about, um, I think we had just gotten Toby. Mm. And I was talking about the kitten I got when my first husband and I were together. And we only had her a few months, but he was just, he said he was too allergic. It was too much to handle. And so he took her to a friend's house and she wound up running away. Aww. So... I went over there and I tried to look for her and I couldn't find her. I would have been so devastated. I was so upset. Yeah. And I was really mad at him. And <laughs> yeah. And I just I felt like I'm like, why does everybody try and take the things that I love away? Aww. And so I told then I told Victor about what happened to Ebony. Yes. And what was sad about it was is that it didn't just start with them taking her to the pound. No. You know, it started with that. She got kicked out of the house first. Yeah. And then then she had to be in the backyard all the time and she didn't like it. No, well, she wasn't used to that. And then she didn't like the noises and she kept trying to get away because she was scared and, oh, you know, all that stuff. And then eventually they just they didn't like having to deal with it. So they got rid of her. Yeah. And I didn't find out until I got home from school. It was raining and there was thunder. I literally opened the sliding glass door. I said, Evo must be going crazy right now. So I opened the sliding glass door. I stuck my head out and I started whistling and calling for her. And she wasn't coming. Yeah. And so I turned around and I was just like, why isn't she coming? And mom was, her eyes were just welled up with tears. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear her sadness. And I was just like, and I I just was like, I, I was like, mom. And I slammed the sliding glass door and Paul's just like, Paula, because oh, he was mad that I slammed the sliding glass door. Oh, he can. And I just went to my room. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, who does that? <laughs> anyway, so with all of that being said, I said, I love the name Sasha. I've always loved the name Sasha, which is why I named my first dog that by my, my personal, my choice dog. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have her for very long. I would love to have another Sasha. And it fit her. And so her her re- registered name is Natasha, but we call her Sasha because Natasha is oh. too much. You know, it's just too much. And and Sasha is the is the uh, the nickname for Natasha. So right. anyway, so, yes, we have little Miss Sasha. She's every day improving, luckily, because she's still kind of shy. But uh, I'm starting to bribe her with treats. And so she's starting to finally realize that we're not going to, you know, do anything to her, or take her away or, you know, anything like that. So, you know, <laughs> it's like having a baby in the house. She literally wakes up, you know, in the middle of the night and and she howls so loud I really got, oh my god i mean huskies howl but it is the loudest howl like she started howling and i look in the cage and she's sitting straight up in her kennel and howling like a baby wolf and i'm like what are you doing she stops and she's like arr, arr, like she wants out <laughs> so i let her out so she can go to the bathroom she's super crate trained she only pees and poops outside she's never had any accidents that weren't our fault Good. Yeah, and she's she's a good eater and she so of course Bodega and Sunny are not interested. Oh, they don't like her. They well, here's what's funny. They they do and then they suddenly remember that they don't. So it's like it's just an adjustment phase. 
But Sunny is warming up to her. Like, they fell asleep together this morning. So, Aww. I mean, it's coming around. But she is relentless. And she doesn't, she's not afraid of nothing. Like, yeah. nothing. So she rocks right up to Bodega, this ginormous creature. And she's, like, jumping up around. <laughs> and she's, like, doing well, all the probably things. just like her mom. Yeah. In fact, when the first day we got her, I said, come here, Sasha. And I walked over. She ran and hid behind him. Aww. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, Bodega, you have no idea how loved you are. Literally, this dog. So it's going to work. They're going to be the three best friends that anyone could have. <laughs> but she's so young. She's nine weeks, which means she can't go on a walk or anything yet. So uh-huh. uh, she just we just have to kind of wait wait for that. But once she starts going on walks, I mean, it's going to be a whole new world. Like, Bodega will be in heaven because he'll, he'll have a playmate yeah. again. So And she's just so little. He can't really play with her. Like, she walked up to him. In the morning, she came outside to go to the bathroom and she ran right up to him on his little bed and she's like, hello, hello, hello. And he takes his giant pot, he goes, thunk, and he just pushes her down and so she can't jump on <laughs> He's him. He's like, get away. Yeah. And I said, you don't like your little sister, Bodega? I mean, this is what it's all about. <laughs> He's just like, why did you do this to us? He's like, who is this? When's she going back? Oh, God. I've seen his face where he she shows up in the morning. He's like, oh, God, this again? Really? Like, what? what is going on? I had hoped I'd wake up this morning and it was gone. It was a dream. <laughs> God. Anyway, so I can't wait for you to see her. There are pictures on Instagram, but I'll post one on Ugly Truth so everybody can see. But I can't wait for you and Olivia to see her. And, of course, Ryan. I mean, everybody. I want everybody to see her. Yeah. Our mother has been up my ass all week. She's like, when can I see this dog? And I'm like, you can come over. And I gave her a day. And I said, mom, get a dog. Get a goddamn animal. That's what you want. You want a dog so badly. Just go get one. You know, just go get your own. I mean, I want her to see her, of course. But I'm just saying, it's like... You need a companion. Go get your companion. Yeah, I, I don't know. She'll just end up giving it away. <laughs> no, she won't. She won't. I mean, God, I can't tell you how many times I thought about taking those dogs to the pound. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'd be like, well, you guys seemed like it was just too much for you to handle. How so was I Hawaii? <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> God. Okay, so I don't know about you how long you've been struggling with insomnia, but I have struggled with insomnia since I was probably 12, 11 or 12. I've always had bouts of insomnia my whole life that I can remember. And I know you do, too. You know, I I did for a while, but then I started taking medication mm-hmm. that, you know, really helped it. Yes. But I would say within the last six months, mm-hmm. maybe longer, it's like taking sugar pills. Right. It just does nothing. And I will literally I could easily stay up until like four in the morning. Right. And I went through that, too, last year. Mm hmm. I was I was up until three, two and three a morning every day, two or three a.m. And I was trying everything too, like you know, working out really super hard, and you know, making myself turn everything off. And I was trying all the things. Um, ultimately, what I think it is is hormones, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be you too, um, because you're about the age when things start to change hormonally, not just menopause, but just everything starts to change a little bit. So they're Mm -hmm. saying some of, I mean, and these are all common. We all know what causes insomnia for the most part. It's stress, bad sleeping habits, staying on your computer too long and, you know, getting past the point where you should be sleeping. Uh, Some people, I guess, eat really late at night and get heartburn. I can't, I I can't fathom it, but apparently people have big, heavy dinners and then go straight to bed. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Disgusting. No. <laughs> that sounds awful to me. What time are they going to bed? Well, I 
don't Jesus. know. I don't know. But then they're up all night with a tummy ache. I'm like, well, you deserve it. That's what you get for having get a steak. Get up and eat some fucking Tums. Jesus. Jesus. Or, you know, I don't know. Have dinner at a normal hour or, or digest. Don't put so much grease in there. Could you I maybe, mean, I don't know, allow yourself to digest before you lay down horizontally? I mean, anything. I mean, God, that's crazy. It just makes me wonder what they're eating. Right. Yeah. Or being a woman is a reason for for in, um, insomnia because of our hormones. I remember it was a few years ago. I had all these friends. They're just a few years older than me. And they all battled insomnia at like the same time. And they didn't even know each other. It was just like, I have insomnia again. Like it's a constant battle for women specifically. And I, I know some men friends who battle insomnia as well. But I I would guess that you could probably deduce why. And there's also the other side of it, of it mental health medications. Um, you know, there are, there are, you know, chronic health issues that can cause insomnia. It's not just, you know, you're not taking care of your sleep cycle or whatever. So there's, right. this, there's this thing called sleep hygiene. Have you ever heard of it? No. Sleep hygiene is basically how to have what people who are really good sleepers do, right? Like, um, Consistent activity all day long, not having deep lulls of downtime, no naps, um, limiting caffeine and alcohol after a certain time, um, making your room only for sex and sleep, which a lot of people, you know, no television in your room. I used to be that way, but now we have a TV and I, because of my insomnia, I was so glad I had it. I mean, I have a TV, but I never use it. Right. And then taking a warm bath, which actually does not make you sleepy. When I take warm showers at night. With the things Olivia does to that bath, I'd have to like thoroughly scrub it yeah. before I could ever get in. And I just, <laughs> I don't feel like doing that. Well, you can do a warm shower too, but, or listen to music. Like I know a lot of people like Daryl uses um, the white noise app. Victor sleeps with the white noise app. Yeah, it really works for him. It doesn't work for me. Um, and then there's this other thing. It says have a worry journal where if something's on your mind you and you're trying to fall asleep, write it down and then revisit it the next day. Okay, see, the problem with that is my arm gets tired because <laughs> there's so much just, to write down. Just can't stop writing. And I'm just like, maybe typing would be faster, but I'm just like, and then I get to a point where I'm just like, I just don't want to talk about this because it's just making me upset all over again. I really don't want to do so, this anymore. Because so, then I start reading it. And I'm like, this is pathetic. My life I'm just is like, terrible. Is, I'm like, this is, you know, I. I just don't like what I am and who I am and what I'm going through and, you know, screw this and forget it. Yeah. So some of the things that are over the counter and I'm only talking about this because I found something that worked for me and I, I know that you are confident that nothing will work for you because you are somehow different because I know you've tried a lot of stuff, but I did, I have tried a couple of things and they've actually worked and I haven't had insomnia in a really long time. I still get it occasionally, but not like I had it before. So Benadryl, of course, uh-huh. are you yawning? Yes. <laughs> Am I'm I making sorry. you tired? No, I'm just tired. I told you I was up until 630. This oh, morning, I know. So. I know. So Benadryl works for some people. It does not work that well for me for insomnia, actually. And I don't know why, but it, I mean, I'll fall asleep, but then I wake up super hungover or it just does not work. And then I'm just groggy and cranky for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The other one is the Unisom sleep tablets. I'm too scared to take sleeping pills, like over the counter sleeping pills. Really? It says that it's, it says that it's similar to Benadryl. It's, they're both sedating antihistamines. And so there, it's just a different chemical makeup. It's not, it's not anything different. Now, the one that I... Okay, valerian root. 
which works. It, it does work. And they're saying there's no side effects. There's no addictive qualities to it. And it works. I don't know. Mom gave me some herbal stuff one time, like mm-hmm. a couple pills when I was at her house. And I got like some really weird dreams. Yes. So. Well, you do. So there's this new product. It's Vicks Zequil Pure Z's. It is a blend of melatonin, lavender, chamomile, valerian root. No. It's in, in, they're in a gumdrop form. I'm not doing it. I've been doing it for a month and I have been sleeping like a baby. <laughs> and I am not kidding. You don't dream weird? Sometimes, not always. Paula, I am sleepy within 30 minutes. And I mean, I am, I've been snoring and I am conked out. And then when I wake up, my alarm goes off at seven. I am awake, awake. It has been a game changer. I cannot believe the, how much it works because I was doing CBD oil, Benadryl, trying to work my ass off, you know, like doing cardio, everything I could to try to exhaust myself before I would go to bed at night and nothing was working. I was up until 2 and 3, 4 a.m. I'd go mm-hmm. downstairs, you know, I couldn't do anything and I was exhausted and then I started, I'm like, well, I mean, I have nothing to lose. So I started taking these specifically. And I mean, I am sleeping like ridiculously good. And it has not worn off. It's like I haven't built a tolerance to it. Hmm. It's crazy good. I mean, listen, I'm telling you, I'm as your sister, I'm telling you for you, you should try it, even though you, I know you think it won't work. But it might. And so that's the and it's all natural. It's no, there's nothing weird like sleeping tablet it, it stuff in there. Well, I just always worry about how things are going to interact with my current medications. It doesn't That's interact with a- anything. That's exactly why I checked. Okay. Yeah. It's So what I would say, though, is, first of all, you can get it on Amazon. Okay. Only on Amazon do they have the giant bottle, but you can mm-hmm. get like a little bottle for, like with like 12, ta- or 12 or 24 because you take two at a, one to two at a time. It's up to you. I do two, but you can do That's one right. or two. Anyway, I start with one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I did one once. and I'm like, no, I'm just I just I'm I'm going for it. And it worked. It worked really well. And so, I mean, I you know how you know me. I'm hippy dippy. I'm all about, you know, naturals. So the valerian root and the melatonin is really what it is. And so it and it just tastes really nummy. <laughs> so you should try it. You should try it. Maybe. Maybe yeah. I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. You never know. I don't know. I mean, I just worry because apparently I was well, it was just me and Ryan that was home. He was doing a project and Victor was taking Olivia to Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping on the couch and I started screaming and yelling at someone (laughs) i tend to do that sometimes i i'm sleeping and i just start screaming you know mackenzie mackenzie was like that when she was little she would Mm -hmm. sleep scream Mm -hmm. all the time she'd be yelling i'm like hello (laughs) i didn't know where it was coming from it was crazy yeah and so ryan's like mom 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 and i'm like what 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 He's like, you were screaming again. Oh, my God. That's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Leading us into our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Sleepwalking edition. I recall that I did some sleepwalking when I was little and waking up like standing in the kitchen you know and not knowing how i got there that happened a lot when i was a kid really did you, did you yeah oh yeah did you sleepwalk i don't remember if you did no, or not. i was never a sleepwalker one time a friend i had a bunch of friends over in high school and this and we were all still kind of awake but one of the girls fell asleep and so we were just like talking and she we thought she woke up and she wasn't 
awake, but she was acting awake, if that makes any sense. Right. And we're like, I go, I go, why are I so red? And somebody goes, yeah, you look like the devil. She goes, I dreamed I was the devil. And we're all, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, that's weird. We all freaked out. <laughs> and then she went back to sleep and she didn't remember a thing the next day. A that's thing. Weird. It was fucking crazy. I hated it, but it did happen. It was very scary. Anyway, uh, so no sleepwalking for you, huh? Mm-mm. Weird. I'm trying to think. Just, of just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So sleepwalking edition. These people obviously did not take their melatonin. This first one, <laughs> this first one made me laugh. I was sleeping at a friend's house and all was normal as I drifted off into a deep slumber when I suddenly heard a faint voice off in the distance in my dream. What are you doing? What do you mean? I asked in my dream. With each sentence, the voices got louder and louder. And I'm like, there's, and it was screaming, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to bed. And then they started screaming at me, you can't sleep here. And uh, it said, why not? Because you can't sleep here. This is my bed. I'm going to sleep. And the second voice, the loudest of the loud said, no, it's not. This is our bed. And then I screamed, let me in. I woke up at this point. I find myself standing over my friend's parents, their eyes wide with terror as I have one knee on their bed, attempting to climb in with them. I'm confused. (laughs) So I took my knee off the bed and stammered and muddled an apology and walked out of their room and fell asleep on the sofa. And I, uh, it says, despite having gone to sleep in the guest bedroom at the beginning of the night, I ended up in the living room. (laughs) I'm like, wow. They didn't realize she was sleepwalking. Apparently not. That's stupid. I mean, obviously, I would have recognized, like, I'm sure she's sleepwalking. We need to help her to get back to her room. Can you imagine if it was, like, the first time you spent the night at somebody's house? I'm sure it was scary. Oh, my God. That makes me mad. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, maybe I just... Maybe they were not children. Just like, oh my god, what is she doing? And I'd be like, get your ass up and help her back. If you can't be a responsible parent, then don't let people spend the night at your house. Still, it is kind of weird to have a strange person walk into your room and say, "This is my bed." They're like, "No, this is our bed." And you know, for her or him, it doesn't say. Maybe it seemed like they were yelling in her dream, but they maybe they're trying to wake her up by t- by saying it loudly or something. Who knows? You know, I just like get so up weird. out of the bed and be like, here, we're going to show you where your bed is. Well, this this sleepwalker was quite obstinate that this was her bed. I honestly <laughs> would have given it to her. I'd be like, all right. And I was like, I'd get be like up. you know what? You have another bed, too. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hindsight's twenty twenty. All right, this one, um, I have heard of this happening one other time. Daryl has a story about this. Not him, but a friend of his had this story. But this is somewhat reminiscent. Um, Me and two friends went to Mexico. The three of us had been into the tequila and dirty poolside grill food pretty hard one day. That night, we went to a club, and Nathan went home because he didn't feel good, so my friend and I stayed out. We ended up meeting some girls who came back to our room with us. Our room was set up like an apartment, two rooms, kitchen, etc. There was a master bedroom with one bed in it that Nathan had, so the, the rest of us took the other room with these two girls. Things are going great. All of a sudden, the girl goes, do you smell something? We go, yeah. So she opens the door to the living room and screams. She leaves the room. She leaves the apartment completely. Her friend looks out and runs as well. We rush out to stop them so they can come back. And then when we see Nathan Nathan has shit everywhere. Oh, my God. He sleepwalks and clearly had a miserable case of diarrhea. 
A quick disaster scene analysis leads me leads us to believe that Nathan, while sleeping, thought a bar stool was the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mountain of shit spilling over the edges of the stool. From there, he sleepily walked around, dragging and smearing the mess everywhere. I even had a suitcase left out in the corner that there was poo on. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes. They, and, of course, then they had to clean it up. The hotel manager had to come in and address it. Blah, blah, blah. I can't imagine. You know, it's bad enough to sleepwalk. Can you imagine? Well, how many times I actually remember I had a boyfriend once who urinated in his closet because he thought he was in the bathroom and he he wasn't even drunk. (laughs) Well, that's just the thing. I've had people who were drunk that did things that they don't remember. And I mean, I thought they were sleeping because I tried to stop them. Like I had a friend one time who fell asleep on my living room floor. Mm. He got up. He stood up in front of my entertainment center and he took a leak on it (gasps) and ended up peeing in my shoe. No. (laughs) That was in front of it. And they were like literally my favorite pair of shoes. And I'm like, God damn it, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) And then he laid back on the floor and went to sleep. So the next morning, he's like, oh, what happened? I'm like, you fucking peed in my shoes. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm just like, "Uh, yeah, you did. Would you like to smell the urine? (laughs) You're the only one that did it. He's like, why would I do that? I'm like, I asked you the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely dated someone once who would get up. And his mom even said, she goes, oh, yes. He did this all the time and it was something we had tried to break him of. And then when he gets really like tired or under duress, he'll do it where he gets up and he goes into his closet and pees in the corner. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Oh, he takes terrible. He doesn't sleep walk, but when he's really, really tired, he'll, he did, he did do weird things. Mm. Like, like I told you about the time where I woke up, especially when I was pregnant with Ryan, um, he kept, I was hot and, um, it was the summertime and I woke up and I remember pushing the blankets down, but they kept coming up and I'm like, Mm. what is going on? And so I looked and he was like, kind of not hovering over me, but like he was up on his elbow looking at me and he kept putting, he kept putting the blankets on me and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, the baby's cold. And I'm like, the baby's not cold. I'm like, I'm hot. You know? Oh my God. That's so funny. And then, um, another time. He made me spit out gum that was in my mouth and because I was sitting up and he's like, give it to me. I'm like, what? And he had his he had his hand like in front of my mouth. Was he sleeping? (laughs) Dead asleep. Wow. And I'm just like, what? He's like, he's like, spit it out. And I'm like, spit what out? He's like, spit it out. And so I went (laughs) and I just pretended to spit something out. He's like, thank you. And then he he threw whatever was in his hand on the floor and then he rolled over and went back to sleep. Wow. That's so (laughs) weird. It was very weird. It was very weird. But I'm just like, God, I'm like, what what was wrong with him? (laughs) One time Daryl was talking in his sleep. This was a long time ago. Daryl was talking in his sleep and we weren't in a really good place. And so I started talking to him to see if he would admit to anything. (laughs) You're so dumb. (laughs) Oh, please. You wouldn't have done it. Come on. It doesn't work. Well, I it didn't, but I thought it might. So I tried it. It did not work. He started talking and you're all three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) You know, this is the okay, this is the most bizarre thing. I am so terrified. Speaking of secrets, I am so afraid of being in a situation where I might be like on my deathbed or something where I have no control over my faculties and spilling out all the secrets I have from everyone, not just my own, but everywhere. 
in the most inopportune like i'm afraid to get a colonoscopy like what if i say something that i don't want anyone to know about it would be so horrible i would just be like, so oh, this reminds me of the time with so-and-so and daryl's like what oh my god <laughs> he'd be like who's jim <laughs> he's like oh, remember that time with your brother oh wait you were what? there <laughs> God. please don't tell anybody oh my god <laughs> like in the wedding singer he's like remember that time you were in puerto rico with those two girls well i guess they were prostitutes but i don't, I don't remember know, paying. i don't paying and the wife's like oh. it's like but uh anyway <laughs> The better man. <laughs> God, that's the best movie. I love that, I love so that part. I love Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi's so the best. Funny. I know. Oh my God. I listened to an interview with David Spade. He is so damn funny. Well, God. I kept telling you that mo- that show, Rules of Engagement, he is hilarious oh my God. in that show. Paula, I've seen every single one of those episodes. He was the best. Rules oh of Engagement God. is such an under undervalued show. And it's I not only anywhere. Yeah. No, it- well, I mean... Victor watches it still, I think, on either Netflix or Amazon Prime. Or oh, okay. He's he's watched it at least like four times, the whole series. Yeah, Rules of Engagement's good. And then Just Shoot Me, he was on that. That was, God, that shit's old, it, though. It is, but, but it is good. It, it was good. Um, He is still single. Can you believe that? Yes. He has children, though. Yes? He has a daughter. Oh, he has a daughter. I'm just like, I would marry David Spade. Like, can you imagine what your life would be like? Everybody like, that would marry be... David Spade. <laughs> no, He's everybody adorable. would marry Paul Rudd, but um, I don't think yes. everybody would marry David Spade. I can see. Although, is Paul Rudd married? I oh, yeah. Of course he is. Of course he is. He's like Steve Carell and Tom Hanks. They're all married with decent women. We'll never, they're never going to be available. Who was, I old? wouldn't marry, I wouldn't marry Tom Hanks or... Oh, God, yeah. He's been married since 2003. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's one of those. He's fa- he's a Daryl. <laughs> he's a dub. She, he, they, she probably got married to him before he was famous. Yeah. And he's he's one of the good ones. He's like a good, decent human. So he's like, well, I love my wife. That's why we got married forever. Egg. I wanted to marry Vince Vaughn, but oh, God. he ended up marrying some Asian lady. Yes. Although, didn't they get divorced? I don't know, but I've seen some shows with Vince Vaughn, and I'm just not interested. He looks like he sweats all the time. He's got, like, that think- weird... He looks like he's the guy, when you get into a car, you can smell their skin, because he's always hot. I just don't I like it. I think he is actually... Oh, no, she's not Asian. Um, I think he... Oh, you know who it was? It was Nicolas Cage. Uh, but oh, they my got God. Um, Paula. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I get confused, but... Okay. I know, but still. He seems like he's probably a bit of a drinker and can have a temper. Vince oh, Vaughn. for sure. And for he's a sure. big dude. Very large. But, Very but he large. is handsome. He is a handsome motherfucker. I'm not <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I don't like the curly hair thing. I just can't get it. I can't do it, man. I can't do curly hair. He's just got that loud, deep voice. It's like very, very confident, and he's yeah, tall. I get it. Did I, I get did it. I mention he was tall? Yes. So. Was he? Is he tall or is he? Is he cute or is he just tall? Is he? Yeah. Is he cute or is he just tall? He's Canadian. What the? I know. Fuck? Oh no. Oh no. His wife is. Never mind. Oh well. He married a Canadian. No, he was from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh God. He probably oh, God. played hockey. Ah oh, crap. Hockey. Yes. He's six foot five. Are you fucking kidding me? He's trying nor- Well, that's pretty tall for an average Joe. I mean, I could climb all over that shit. Man. Oh, I know you could. You probably would too. I could climb all over anything right about <laughs> this moment. I know. 
Although I was, I, now that I have menstruated and I'm done, yes, I have climbed myself or I've, I've, I've uh, talked myself off the ledge. Did you so. find yourself, did you find your orgasm? Um, kind of, but okay. I mean, it, it's, it's a, a, a moot point right now. Like I don't really need it. Gotcha. So gotcha. I'm, I'm kind of over it. So. Hormones are a hell of a drug. <laughs> God, I'm telling you, I just, uh, yeah, I. What are you going to do? What okay, do? so next episode, we're going... Uh, obviously, our next uh, episode will not include the recap of Reno, but the but the Wednesday episode will. Yes, so. we, we this Friday, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to Reno because... Da, 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 we are finally going to see Sebastian. Sebastian, Sebastian Maniscalco. Can't wait, can't wait. It's going to be a fun uh, show. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I am just excited to see what he's going to wear. Isn't that dumb? No. He's kind of a, you know, he's a modern man of he's a taste. Cl- he's, a cl- he's a classy dude. He's a classy so, guy. He's a classy guy. I am a little excited because, you know, he's a little handsome. He's a awful lot Italian. He's and, a lot uh, of Italian. And we're... Maybe we're there's the- going to be a lot of Italians there. Paula, no. we're in the third row. I know. I'm so excited. He's going to see you. He's going to well. see you. Maybe you'll be part of his crowd work. Yeah, he's going to see me and then he's going to be like, I know this isn't the show, but aren't you embarrassed? (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be like, yeah, I really am. Yes, I'm so embarrassed. Slap me hard. Yeah, and his wife's going to be in the front row like, who the fuck is that that, What's the horror? What's going on? I don't understand. His his Gumby wife is going to be in the front row and be like, God, I'm so glad your tour is almost over. Time to go home and be our family. I have quite, so. I've had quite enough of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all so, right. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be doing that and then we'll be back. And that will be, like you said, uh, a week from this week from today. Yeah. And so we'll recap that business and then hopefully uh, any other shenanigans that are going to go on. I will probably literally be there 24 hours. So. Well, we don't know. We just don't know. We don't. You're right. So other than that, I guess that's a wrap. Uh, Everybody continue to visit UglyTruth.com. Click on our Amazon button. Do some shopping. LipandClip.com. There is some sales going on right now. So you want to check those out. And then also Girl Scouts cookies are still on sale through the end of the month, I believe. So go to Facebook.com. Click on the uh, ABC cookie link and uh, buy some Girl Scout cookies. Buy some cookies today. Have a fabulous rest of your week and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.